Good morning, good morning, good morning, my loves. This is Roseanne Austin. And as many of you are jumping on as we are getting started here, I would love to engage with you a little bit. And why don't you, if you feel like it, get on the chat, tell me where you are calling in from or where you're joining us from. This is truly an international audience. And so it would be super awesome if you felt so inclined to share where you are joining us from. And I will be starting the video in just a few moments, giving everybody a chance to jump on. And I am super excited to be with you this morning as we really get started on this really rather interesting topic of what is a day in the life of a fertility success story really look like? Like, what is that really, you know, sometimes when we're on this journey, we can get super demystified, you know, we can get mystified by like, how are they doing that? Um, and it's, it, you know, we're going to, well, I, I got you. I got you. We're going to work on that this morning. And so, okay, so I am going to turn on my video and really get us started here. Okay, my darlings. Hey, I'm right here. <laughs> so I'm going to, so the way that I wanted to, to get us started here is really by framing the quote unquote problem, really. Like, what is it that we're really talking about? Because you know, so many of us have been in a situation where we read these amazing fertility success stories and we're thinking to ourselves, how did she do that? How did she do that? Because I'm doing the same damn thing and it's not working for me, right? You know, as excited as you are to be, you know, reading these stories, to be reading blogs, to, you know, maybe see celebrities that are on the fertility journey and they're doing all the things that you're doing and you're like, how exactly did she do that? Is she just better than me? Is she just luckier than me? And so what I want to, to start off with is, look, you're not crazy. If, if that's some of the stuff that's going through your mind, it's a natural thing right? We're always wanting to know, you know, what is making other people successful on this journey? And, you know, and the really cool thing is, is that what we're going to be talking about is we're really going to dig into what are they thinking? What are they doing? And how are they getting through their day? Because success leaves clues. It really does. And, and there's a reason why, like, you know, there are, I mean, I teach this to women every single day and, and it's, it's something that is repeatable. It's something that is proven. And it's one of those things where if you just get this in your bones, if you just give yourself the opportunity to really play with these ideas that you can actually start incorporating into your own life today. And that's what makes it really exciting. So I wanted to start off by basically giving you a sense that, you know, there are three specific benefits to doing this kind of exploration uh, when we're looking at what makes people successful, because it's actually a really smart question, right? When you think about it, you know, when you're, when you're in a place where you're trying to, you know, you're trying to create success, when you are trying to move toward a goal of yours, one of the smartest questions that you can ever possibly ask is, how are they doing that? looking for someone who has created the success you desire 
and looking at what they're doing differently from you. Maybe they're doing something slightly differently. Maybe they're doing something dramatically differently. But being willing to explore that question is going to ramp up your possibility of success exponentially. So give yourself a pat on the back for being here today because rather than just wallowing in misery, wallowing in why me, complaining, you're actually going to start learning how to ask better questions. And, and we're going to do that exploration. So the first specific benefit of actually taking the time to do what you're doing today, right now with me, is you can immediately identify holes in your strategy, okay? Because we all have blind spots. If you think what you're doing is perfect, you might wanna think again. And I say that with love, because we all have blind spots and we all wanna be in a position to consistently be refining our approach. Because if you're not getting the result that you desire, that's evidence that you might want to start refining what you're doing, okay? It's not a bad thing. It's just constant refinement and always looking for how you might do it better from a place of possibility, not from a place of making yourself wrong or feeling bad, okay? It's just a great way to look at it. How can I improve my approach? So that's the first thing. The second reason why it's really important to be doing the work that we're gonna be doing this morning is you can literally move past the notion that somehow women who are succeeding on this journey are better than you, right? Because like, let's be honest, ladies, that's where we go, right? She's either smarter, better than me, more deserving. We all say that. But I think by pulling the curtain back on this, you're going to be able to see that actually, you know, any woman who has created success on this journey is probably going to tell you she's no different than anyone else, okay? And so... You're just gonna to need to learn some of the things she's doing. And then the last thing that gives, that is a reason why, you know, looking at this is really smart, is you're gonna walk away with some things that you can actually implement today. So you got a lot of reason to be doing this and I'm super excited for you. And so, you know, be ready as I'm teaching this morning, be taking notes, writing down your questions, because basically what we're gonna do is I have a lot of information to get to you. We're gonna be moving through that rather quickly, and then I'm gonna open it up for the question and answer session. That's always one of the coolest aspects of doing these workshops is let's work it. Let's work it out because if you just take this information and you file it away somewhere and you're not actively applying it in your own life, what good is it, okay? We, we're about helping women create success, so you wanna take these lessons and start to apply them. And to that end, I want to give a massive shout out to Circle and Bloom for helping make this time possible for us. What I love about Circle and Bloom is Joanne and her team are all about empowering women on this journey with the most important thing that you have, and that's your mind. That's what you're thinking, what you're believing, and creating imagery for you to take control of the way that you see your body. And those meditations are amazing. So huge shout out to the Circle and Bloom team. Okay, so let's go back to the problem where we're saying to ourselves, how does she do it? What makes her different? And what's interesting is that kind of to a point that I was making just a little bit earlier is when you look at women who are successful on this journey, um, what you'll find is that 
consistently at some point, they brought the power of their mind and their body together. Because think about it. In order to go, because some of the some of the success stories that you'll hear are of women who have endured years and years and years of, of failure, consistent heartbreak, and I say failure with quotation marks, but you know, faced a lot of adversity, right? Because if 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 you went into uh, you know an issue with your fertility and then it was resolved the next month, it, it's not going to be the problem right? Like you're not going to see it in the same way. But what makes these stories that we hear about both in the Circle and Bloom community and beyond so compelling is, you know, these are women who had to really put one foot in front of the other for an extended period of time. This is why we end up saying things like, how did she do it? How did she keep going? You know, who would have done it that long? And so you've, you know, more often than not, it's going to be something more than is just patently obvious, right? Because we all hear about the treatments, we all hear about the diets, lotions and potions. But the reality is, is you can give two people the same exact set of circumstances, the same exact treatment, the same, you know, um, diet or whatever, but one is going to approach it one way and the other person is going to approach it another and one is going to be successful, usually, right? Maybe they're both successful, that's what we hope. But when, when they're not, and you wanna look more closely at what made that person successful, you're going to see a through line. You're gonna see some consistency in certain behaviors and certain approaches. And I know this, and I can say this with authority because it, it was me. I spent years on my own fertility journey when I was a prosecutor in the state of California. I was the lead trial attorney in a sexual assault unit. And at the same time, I was going through IVF treatments, IUIs, you name it, I did it. And as a lovably type A control freaky perfectionist, the idea of going through this journey and consistently failing when I was very used to winning, um, not because I was somehow special, but because I worked hard, it was really hard to reconcile those two things. It was like, what are you talking about? I'm used to putting you know, a, a certain amount of effort in and getting a result. But as you well know, if you've been on this journey long enough, it isn't always that simple. And so you know, having done all that, and watching women, because now what I now I am a coach, I'm a mentor, I'm a teacher, and I literally teach women all over the world how to succeed on this journey. You know, there, as I said, there are consistent things that come up. And the thing that most of us miss, because you know, we're so focused on the, the diets, lotions, and potions because they are tangible. One of the most important things that we miss is the mind piece right? Like the mind and body connection. And most of us think, oh, that's just, you know, I'll get to that when I get to it. But when you really look at what makes people successful, whether it's on this journey, whether it is in industry, whether it is in sports, the mental piece is what gives that slight edge, okay? Particularly when you're facing adversity. And I know that because I was doing all of the treatment diets and lotions and potions. My husband and I invested well over $100,000 in the, in the process 
of calling in our son. And it wasn't until I got up here right, because I was walking into all of these treatments expecting to fail. So we were hiring the best of the best, bringing in the, you know, I was going to a celebrity acupuncturist. I was doing everything I knew to do. But what I noticed was consistently, I was going into these treatments, whether it was with Western medicine or Eastern medicine or any other alternative, I was going in expecting to fail. My fear, doubt, negativity, it was crippling. And it really took over my life so that there was no joy in, in being on this journey. I had completely forgotten why I was even doing it. I was eating myself alive with all of the negativity. And when I realized, wait a second, wait a second, I'm eating in a 100% organic diet. I haven't touched gluten or dairy in years. And I'm doing all these things. You know, I was lighting moxa sticks and, you know, doing all the pressure points. I was doing all that but I was doing it with an expectation to fail. And, and I would look at pregnant women walking by me in the courthouse or you know, even at the grocery store, and I would just be like, why them? What, is, what makes them so different? But what I couldn't see at that time was up here. And so we're gonna talk about that because I have seen women, I mean, having personally coached women all over the world to success in their journey, I have seen day in and day out how important this is. And I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about a few of my clients, but I mean, one in particular, if you listen to my podcast, the Fearlessly Fertile podcast, we just did an interview with Dr. Lucy. One of my clients is amazing. She had a less than 10% chance of getting pregnant. She was literally in menopause. Her FSH was over a hundred. And when she really started to think like a woman who creates success on her journey. And you think, well, she's a physician. She's a doctor. Like, she's smart. Well, it's not that kind of book smart. It's, a, it's the kind of thing that I'm going to be teaching you this morning. She had to get smart about. And when she started implementing what I teach, she made the seemingly impossible possible because, like I said, they told her that she had a less than 10% chance of getting pregnant naturally. And uh, right around this time, I think it's next week, she'll be giving birth to her baby boy. So... That's how powerful this is. And if you later on, after we're done here, if you'd love to talk to me more about that, want to learn about what Dr. Lucy learned, I'll tell you how to do that. But so let's start with this first idea, my darlings. And, you know, it's, it's a really important one. And let's look at, you know, what is, what is a woman who achieves success on this journey? What is she really thinking? right? What is she thinking about? And it's really interesting because, uh, because the women that I work with are all kind of, they're, they're a lot, uh, they've got a lot in common, lovably type A, and it's amazing. I, you know, all walks of life. You know, one of the things that I see is they start asking different questions. Okay. What is she? And, and so we're going to go into that. So let me first, you know, so here's the, here's the first step. You want to be looking at what is she thinking in one moment. Okay, so a day in the life of a fertility success story includes this woman is thinking differently than the way most of us think, okay? And it's not because she's smarter. It's not because she spent more time in school. It's because she is more resourceful. She's thinking about things differently. 
She has indeed real feelings and real concerns. And I know that because I coach women through this. So it's not like she spends her days, you know, levitating around her house or like a Pollyanna. Um, she has real thoughts, real concerns about, you know, her success on this journey, but she doesn't let her current results dictate what she believes is possible for her. Okay. And I want you to write that down because that is a key distinction. All right. What is a woman, like if we're looking at a day in the life of a fertility success story, what is she thinking? Okay. And I'll repeat that. She is not letting her current circumstances or her current results dictate what she believes is possible for her on this journey. She's not confined by her current results. She sees them as information only. So let me give you an example of what that means. So, and I'll use Dr. Lucy as an example, as a very specific example. And so what she was doing is, you know, she was constantly peeing on sticks. You know, she was moving through her life, freaking out because she'd go months and months and months without a period. And, you know, she was told her FSH was so incredibly high. And so when she started to take control of what she thought and believed, she had to stop letting those current results, those results at the time that her FSH was over 100, her AMH was undetectable. She had to look beyond that. She had to make the decision that her current results were not going to dictate what she thought was possible for her. And in fact, you know, and this is tough for a physician because she has the training. She understands what these numbers mean. She really had to train herself that those things were simply information. They were not a verdict, okay? They were not a verdict in her set of circumstances. And I see this in, I mean, this is one of the most important things that will distinguish a woman who achieves success on this journey on a daily basis. Because look, it, I mean, let's be honest, on this journey, we are living it day by day, right? Whether you are doing a, uh, an IVF cycle or an IUI cycle or whatever, I mean, we're basically looking at your levels of hormone, we're doing all different kinds of things on a daily basis, which is why what you are doing daily is so critical, okay? And I really want you to take that on board because think about what would be different in your, on your journey today if you stopped allowing your current results to dictate what you thought was possible for you. It's huge. It is huge. All right. And she instead, okay, so the question becomes, well, what was she focusing on instead? If she wasn't thinking about her AMH being undetectable, if she wasn't thinking about her FSH being over a hundred, if she wasn't thinking about the fact that her period was erratic and some months she would go without one, what was she thinking? What was she focusing on? Well, she was focusing on how she could succeed, okay? And this is a really important point because if you are currently allowing what your current results are to dictate what you think is possible, you will not do the other things 
that are, that can help change your situation because you're going to say to yourself, who recovers from an FSH of a hundred? Who, you know, bounces back from having an undetectable AMH, right? And I know that if you're on this workshop, you know what those, you know, you know what those AMH and FSH, you know how important those things are, at least in Western medicine for dictating your prospects on this journey. So it, it follows a rather logical and linear thing that what's going on up here, what your thoughts and beliefs are about your prospects are going to be dictating the actions you take. And the actions you take necessarily, this is logical and linear, are going to dictate what you do and what you do dictates your results. So this is the first thing, you know, in a day in life, she had to do this daily. She had to make the decision that her current results were not going to dictate what she thought was possible for her. She was doing that daily, sometimes by the minute, okay? Because it is that important. What you're thinking about daily, whether you're feeding the dragon of fear or whether you are focused on the success that you desire, it's gonna make a huge difference. Okay. So the next thing that I want to share with you, you know, because when we're looking at, okay, well, how, you know, how are these women, you know, what are they doing differently? How are they getting through their day? <clears throat> what is she doing? Okay. So we talked about what is she thinking? And now we are, we're going to look at what is she doing? Like on a daily basis, what is a woman who succeeds? What is she actually doing? Well, the first thing that I want to share with you on that topic is first of all, she is, the things she does are driven by the fact that she sees herself as the leader on her fertility journey. She sees herself in many ways like a CEO or a general. She is in charge of her journey. She is not abdicating her power to other people. She understands that she is the center. She is the epicenter of her fertility success. So she is going to be the leader. And as the leader of her fertility journey, she is curating what I call her bump squad. And I have to thank one of my clients in South Africa for coming up with that term. We were, we were coaching one day and she, we were talking about it and it was like bump squad kind of came onto the table <laughs> and, and we started talking about it in that way. And let me just give you a quick definition. Is your bump squad is your team. Who are the people that are supporting you? Who are the people that are helping you on this path to conceive? Okay. That can be your physician. That can be your specialist. If you're seeing a, a reproductive endocrinologist, that can be your coach. That can be your acupuncturist, nutritionist. It's everyone that you are bringing into the fold. Okay. And as the leader, you are in charge of all those people. You are in charge of having them support you in this process. Hold on, let me do a call. Excuse me, gotta love Idaho allergies. That's where I'm at today. And so as the leader, you have got to take control of that on a daily basis. You've got to, to be in, in a thought process that says, look, I am responsible for seeing my dreams to fruition. I am the leader here. And I am constantly asking if my team, you know, if anyone is going to come on my team, they have to believe in me. Does this person believe in me is one of the most critical questions you're ever going to ask 
about somebody on your bump squad. And it's really important because that is something that we're all, <coughs> excuse me, we're looking at on a daily basis. And that's, you know, and, and as a woman who is setting herself up for success, like I said, with Dr. Lucy and so many other examples, she's not letting her current results dictate what she believes is possible for her. The second thing she's doing is she is showing up to her journey as the leader, and she is constantly curating her team, always asking, is this person effective? Is this person helping me move through this stage in my life in a way that feels good? Because look, if you have a physician or some other specialist on your bump squad that's basically telling you you're never going to succeed and that you may as well just consider adoption or some other alternative, how is that helping you get to where you want to be? Especially if you know in your soul that there's nothing wrong with you or that you are not interested in looking at other options. How is that setting you up for success to have somebody on your bump squad that doesn't believe in you? Okay. And so if you, if you look at both of the, the things that I've taught you already, what is she thinking? And then what is she doing on a daily basis? It is you taking control of the direction that your journey is headed in. Okay. And, and, you know, think about it when you see yourself as the leader on your journey, as the person that is the visionary, you know, some, you know, another way of looking at this is think about Steve Jobs when he was alive and he was at Apple. He had to assemble a team of people around him. He didn't just create the iPhone by himself. He had the idea, he had the vision, yes, but he had people around him that were helping him execute, okay? And that's what you gotta keep in mind. That's the kind of thing that you have to keep in mind. What am I doing on a daily basis, you know, as far as my bump squad is concerned? Am I curating a bump squad of people that are going to believe in me? Are these people in alignment with my vision for my journey? Or do I have people whispering in my ear that I should just use donor eggs? Nothing wrong with donor eggs unless you're not into that, right? It's a, they're a wonderful thing. There's no judgment on it. But if that's not what you feel on a daily basis, you have to have people around you that are supporting your vision, okay? That's really critical. Now, the third thing that I'm going to point out that women who, you know, if we're looking at a day in the life of a woman who, succeeded on, who succeeds on this journey, you know, how is she getting through the day? right? Because that's what we're all looking for is what are the daily practices that we can be engaging in that are going to set us up for success, right? That having a, having a sense of how you're going to get through the day every day gives you a sense of certainty, gives you a sense of control and power. And who wouldn't want more of that on this journey, right? So what, the first thing that I want to share with you about that and it kind of ties into the first thing that I taught you, but we're going to go into a little bit more depth here, is that the woman who succeeds on her journey on a daily basis understands how powerful her thoughts and beliefs are, okay? That's the first thing that she's doing is she understands that if she thinks negatively, she is going to create negative results, not because it's superstition or she's somehow a magician, 
But when your thoughts and beliefs are negative, how are you possibly going to create results that are the opposite? That doesn't make any sense, right? If your thoughts are negative, if your beliefs are negative, you are going to take action and therefore create results based on that negative input, right? And so it, it's logical and it's linear, and it's a really important point that most people on this journey will miss. Most people, even if you're not on this journey, most people think, oh, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just not gonna get my hopes up. I'm not gonna think positive because I don't have any reason to believe that. And it's like, if you look at anyone who has created success on this journey, you're looking at one of them, and you can hear others on my podcast, the Fearlessly Fertile podcast, if you want to hear personal, you know, other stories other than my own. But the reality is, you know, you've met people in your life who have overcome insane odds. You have met people who have overcome incredible challenges. And you will see consistently that those who do, their thoughts and beliefs are quite different. Their thoughts and beliefs are essentially the foundation upon which their success is built. It makes sense, right? But you being aware of that now and you consciously choosing on your fertility journey to take responsibility for your thoughts and beliefs, that's going to be a game changer. Okay, so let's see what that actually looks like in practice. So yes, okay, she's aware that her thoughts and beliefs are important, okay? So what is she doing to, to really hone those? What is she doing to maintain thoughts and beliefs that are gonna set her up for success? Well, here's what she's doing consistently. Whether, and I see this, I mean, this is, I teach this to my clients, I, you know, I talk about this all the time. And even a client of mine who, she, just the other day, she uh, informed me that she's pregnant again, and it's really cool, it's an amazing story. She originally uh, was somebody who was struggling with repeated miscarriage. And when she came to me, she's like, Roseanne, I, you know, I'm ready for my baby. I need you to help me because I am struggling with this thought process. I'm super negative. I'm in a place where, you know, I'm really struggling. Well, when we started working on what her thoughts and beliefs were, she was moving through that and she came to the decision that actually based on a set of conditions that she had, that doing donor eggs was the right choice for her. Great. Okay. So she did a couple rounds of that and she got pregnant, had her son, and we're still working together today. And she just told me that she's pregnant naturally. And this is a healthy pregnancy and it's, everything is looking great for her. So she is able to, to hold those thoughts and beliefs because she said to herself, look, I could be afraid about this pregnancy because I have a history of miscarriage, but I'm actually going to use the same tools and structures and ideas that we use to bring my son here. And it's a total game changer because she didn't have any reason to believe that she could, could get pregnant again and carry. But what she's doing now is really setting herself up for success. And what she's doing here is she is going back to having consistent daily practices that support that success, okay? So what that can look like is maybe you're reading on a daily basis. Maybe you're reading things that uplift you. Maybe you're going on a news diet and you're not listening to the news anymore because you feel negative. Maybe you're gonna be journaling. Maybe you're going to be saying affirmations. Whatever it is for you, you've got to be doing that daily. That's the thing. And like, 
And, you know, I know how, how tough this journey can be because we get into this thing where if we don't see an immediate result, we just move on to the next thing. And that's a tragedy because you've got to be consistent. You cannot expect to read an internet meme or some inspiring story and that's going to do it. No, you have to be building on that every single day. So you've got to come up with a daily practice that is going to support the mindset that you want to have that is ultimately going to support your success. I mean, think about it. I think about, I love reading about captains of industry and I was reading about Jeff Bezos not that long ago and, and Oprah, I love them. And when you think about it, it's like, you know, did either, could either one of them in order to achieve what they desire in this life, could they even, could they settle for thinking negative? Do you really think that Oprah created her empire by believing she wasn't good enough? Do you really think that she got where she got today, you know, is today because she believed that she didn't have what it took? No, that doesn't make any sense. So how would that be any different on this journey? She was, and she talks about it. You listen to anything she puts out in the world, especially, you know, when she goes into any, I mean, it would take days to go through, you know, what made her successful. But if you stop and think, I mean, she was consistently within herself reiterating that she had something important to do on this planet and she's doing it. So how would that be any different on your journey? So I want you to, I want you to really think, and I'm going to open this up for questions now. I really want you to take some time and think, what are the things I can be doing daily to support the thoughts and beliefs that I want to have that are going to support my success? Because obviously if thinking negative and telling yourself you're not good enough and telling yourself you're just, you know, you're, you're less lucky than women who have achieved success on this journey. If that's not put a baby in your arms, you've got to come up with a different approach, right? Okay. So so the last thing that I want to say is like, you know, the, the things that I've shared with you are as follows, okay? When we're looking at what a woman who is successful on this journey, what is she doing daily? She's not letting, first of all, she's not letting her current set of results dictate what she thinks is possible for her, okay? That's the first thing. The second thing that she's doing is she is seeing herself as the leader on her journey. She is curating her bump squad and she is leading those people. She is not abdicating her power. She's constantly asking, are these people supporting me? Are these people going to help me get across the finish line? And if they are not, she is going to up-level her bump squad. She's going to be changing people out because you absolutely have to have people that believe in you and believe in your vision for your journey, okay? And then the last thing that a woman is doing on a daily basis, because think about it, the through line here is we're talking essentially about what is the thought process these women have? Because their thought process is what causes them to take certain actions and actions create results, okay? This is why this is foundational. You can do all the diets, lotions, and potions you want, which is amazing. Those things are all awesome. But if your thought process in how you're selecting those things and the things that you bring on, if that's based on fear, doubt, and negativity, or you abdicating your power, you're just going to be doing stuff. You're not, you may be doing all the things, but you may not be doing the right things. And that's what is going to separate a woman who is successful on this journey from a woman who is not. Okay. And the last thing is, is you're going to be I can't remember if I said that yet, but you're going to be doing things on a daily basis that support the mindset that you want to have. 
you've got to think like a woman who knows that the desire in her heart to be a mom is there because it was meant for her and she's not going to let anything get in her way. Okay. So I'm going to open this up for questions, my darling, but you know, I want to super quickly point out that what makes this difficult and what makes this shift difficult is us. We become our own worst enemies and we think, oh, I don't need any of that. That's too hard. But the reality is, is that there are women who are thinking this way and incorporating the things that I'm teaching you this morning who have serious jobs, who have demanding careers, who have partners, who are doing all these things. You can make the choice today that regardless of what comes up, that you're going to stay focused on what it is that you want. And, you know, doing this on your own, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. It's, it, it's tough, but it can be done. Okay. It can be done. And if you want to learn more about me and the work that I do, you can go to my website, which is www.frommaybetobaby.com. You can also check out my book, Am I the Reason I'm Not Getting Pregnant? It's a number one international bestseller on Amazon. You can check it out there. Uh, you can also go to my website and download a free copy if you'd like. That'll be my gift to you if that's what you want. Um, and you can also sign up to have a chat with me because I actually teach this to women all over the world, which I will be teaching after this call. And so, and the women that we have in the group are just amazing. It's really cool. So go to www.frommaybetobaby.com and you can go to the homepage and you can check out the book. You can also request a breakthrough session with me and we can chat more about your journey and see if there's something I can do to help. So, okay. So now I'm going to take your questions, my darlings. I threw a lot of information out at you and this is a workshop. Let's work through this. Ask me anything that you want to ask me about the information that I shared because as you well know I live this journey myself and you know this is this is insider information I'm not guessing this isn't stuff that I read in a book I did write the book on it but this is real and if you want to be successful you've got to get this right up here so you bring the whole package mind and body because when you bring those two things together you become unstoppable so, okay, and let's see, I have, uh, let's see, okay, so I have a couple questions here, and go ahead and raise your hand if you want to have an interaction with me, because I think that's going to be super fun, it's a really cool way for us to, to work through things, um, writing the question in is fine too, but okay, so the first question comes in from Renee. I have been trying, and um, you can use the little hand raising button here on Zoom. There's a little thing where you can click to raise your hand, and then that'll, and then I'll see it, and then I'll call on you. Um, I see somebody like putting their hand up and taking it down. Don't worry, I don't bite, at least not hard. Okay, just kidding. Okay, here's Renee. All right, Renee. Um, let's see. Are you there, doll? Here, let me unmute you. Okay, for some reason I can't unmute you, Renee, but I'm trying. And here, let's see. Let's see if this will work. Are you there, love? Okay. For some reason, I cannot unmute Renee, so we'll give up on that, but I will answer her question. 
So uh, Renee, you may have your mute function on going on your end that is preventing me from doing that. So, but I'll answer the question that you have listed here. And that is, I've been trying for baby number two for eight years now. I tell myself all the time, you've done this before, my body knows just what to do. However, I still get stuck in the amount of time that has gone by. I get stuck in a mindset of nothing has worked in eight years. So why should I expect a different result now? Um, okay, so the way that I would begin to answer that question for you, uh, Renee, is, hey, you know, just because it hasn't happened yet, is that necessarily an indicator of it's never going to happen? If you listen to my podcast, the Fearlessly Fertile podcast, um, there's an episode with a woman named Jennifer. She was trying for six and a half years never had a positive pregnancy test. And just shortly after we started working together and she did one of my programs, she got pregnant for the very first time. She had no reason to believe that that was possible for her because six and a half years went by and she had done all kinds of treatments, no reason to believe, except she believed it was possible for her. And she started working on her mindset. And I think it was like probably within two and a half months of completing the program that she went through, she was pregnant. And she is literally, I think she's within four weeks of um, her delivery date right now. So Renee, here's the thing, unless you're Nostradamus and, and you can somehow predict the future, just because it hasn't happened in eight years, you get to decide if that is going to mean that it's never going to happen for you. That's why taking control of what you think is so critical. You're right. You have done this before. Why are, and I mean, unless you're, you're not sharing information that somehow your ovaries, you know, they don't exist anymore, that you no longer have a uterus, which wouldn't make any sense because you're still trying to have a baby. But if all of your equipment is there and you don't have any information to believe that you can't other than time, why would you let time decide for you? what was possible. Something to think about, my darling. So I want you, what I would ask you to do in the coaching I would give you is that why are you letting time dictate what's possible for you? Is there just, a, if, if something doesn't happen in eight years, does that mean it's never going to happen? Think about things that have taken a really long time. Think about that. Like, is that, is that necessarily going to dictate whether or not it will happen? I don't think so but it's up to you. If you've already decided that it's not gonna happen, then well, you're probably not going to be timing your intercourse or, whatever, or doing your fertility treatments because you've already given up. You see how that works and do you see how dangerous a negative mindset can be? Because you won't be doing the things that you know to do or with the same level of assiduousness that is going to help you be successful, right? There's so many examples that we have of people who have been on some kind of a health journey for a really long period of time, but it's the people that are willing to be the last ones on the dance floor that come out on top. So it's up to you, Renee. Eight years is a long time, but it's not forever. So you decide. And every time you look at that child, tell yourself, I am capable of miracles. I've brought one in and why not have another? So that's what I would offer you to Renee on a board, uh, Unfortunately, we're not able to go back and forth because for some reason, um, I'm not able to unmute you. Okay, so others of you, if you want to raise your hand and ask a question, you can certainly do that. 
Um, I'm gonna be wrapping this up very shortly, but let's see here. Okay, Trudy, are you there, my darling? Hello? Trudy, you are no longer muted, I can see that. What is your question for us? Trudy, you are unmuted on my end, my darling, and I can see that your ability to speak is perfectly there. Okay, um, I'm not sure what's going on with Trudy, um, but okay, so I'm gonna move on to this other quick question. Um, okay, can you speak to the difference in mindset we, we had, okay, let me read this again. Can you speak to the difference in the mindset we had when we first started this journey? <coughs> Excuse me. Before we knew there were issues and went down the rabbit hole of treatments, lotions, and potions, and the different mindset we are trying to curate now. In the beginning, I had the mindset that it really was going to work, and now I'm dealing with an unexplained diagnosis. Okay, well, and that's from an anonymous attendee. Okay, well, here's the thing. Um, what I want to support you to do, anonymous attendee, is I want you to ask yourself, why are you on this journey? What, what is it, you know, what is the reason why you want to be a mom? Okay, you've got to really be smart. When you are facing adversity, you've got to remember why you are on this journey to begin with. Because when, when things come up, it's, it's undiagnosed, <coughs> excuse me, it's undiagnosed, you want to reiterate to yourself consistently, why am I doing this? I'm doing this because I know in my soul I was meant to be a mom. I know that being a mom is, is incredibly important to me and I want this to happen, right? Like this is, you want this to be your focal point. You've got to remember why you're doing any of this, okay? Because if you allow, this is what I was talking about in the first Thing that will distinguish a woman who achieves success on this journey. If you are allowing your current set of results to dictate to you what you think is possible, then your view of what is possible, your view of your chances is going to be incredibly limited. And the problem with that is it means that you won't be doing the things, you won't be resourceful because you've already decided it's not likely to happen. Okay. You might be going through the motions. You might be saying, okay, well, I'll continue to eat clean. I'll continue to do this, but you're not going to do it with the vigor of someone who actually believes that success is possible. You know, we see this in stories about cancer all the time. You can give two people chemotherapy who have a similar set of circumstances. One is going to survive and one is going to give up. Okay. And I remember one of a mentor of mine said, there's two types of cancers can survive and can surrender, okay? And you gotta decide that you're gonna be the person that survives. So, you know, you've, you know, you've gotta look back, be willing to look back on your set of circumstances and instead of focusing what, on what isn't working, you wanna be focusing on what is and do the thing like that I described in the second step that I taught today. Act as if you are the CEO and be asking yourself, how can I succeed? What are the ways that I can set myself up for success here? Okay, it's really important. And it's actually a rather dramatic mindset shift. Okay, so I'm going to try again. You ladies have to be um, 
Okay, so I am going to see if Anu, I'm gonna try with you, Anu. I know the software works, so let's see. Okay, so I'm gonna unmute you. Are you there, doll? Yeah, hi. Oh, thank goodness. We know that this thing works. So what's your question for me? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm so grateful for your work. I'm always listening to your podcast, podcasts and uh, I mean webinars and this has been very helpful to me. I am so grateful to you. Oh, well, I'm glad you're here, doll. So what's your question? Yeah, my question is like, um, uh, I just had a failed immune protocol with IVF and my doctor decided to increase my immune medication and I know they have like serious side effects on my health and uh, maybe after doing a restrictive diet like really restrictive diet I might be able to you know they may recommend little lower doses just that I'm nervous and I get scared I sometimes I don't get sleep because of that I'm trying to you know I'm I don't know how to really handle it so do you have yes, any you do. recommendations yeah you totally know how to handle it and you're handling it now my darling so yeah. what what I would encourage you to do is have you read my book I'm reading it I'm not completed so okay okay no yeah no problem um because the first thing I would encourage you to do is read the book um, and then the other thing that I'd really encourage you to do is get super clear on why you are doing this anew, because, mm-hmm. you know, remind yourself, and it's what I told the last, um, the person that was an anonymous attendee, um, ask yourself, why is it that I'm doing this? Why am I willing to, to undergo these treatments? It's because you want to be a mom anew. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you want to be a mom. That's amazing. Like, if you know if you aren't willing to give this desire in your heart your all i remember one of my mentors says if you're not willing to pay the price you don't deserve the reward and and what i want to empower you with is the idea that anew you know you want to be a mom you know you're willing to put in the work anyone who's willing to undergo an immune protocol you are badass that's amazing So I want you to take a moment and really, you know, before this next uh, treatment that you have or the next transfer, I want you to get super clear on why it is that you want, you're doing this. You know, what are you doing this for? And I want you to also take a moment to really think about what you have to offer a child. You've got a lot to offer. So, you know, so... It's like sometimes we get lost in, okay, this isn't working for me. We, you know, we're, um, you know, we get into all of these things, but we don't focus on, hey, I'm in this to win this. I am not doing this for vanity. I'm doing this because this is part of my life's purpose. Part of my life's purpose is to be a mom and I'm going to do what it takes. Yeah. And I, yeah. And so, you yeah. know, what I love about you, Anu, is that you're not sitting back and complaining you know, because you can complain all you want, but that's not going to help you get your baby doing what you already are doing now, being the woman that shows up, she gets her immune treatments, she's doing all those things. Like you've got to focus on that. Because a lot of people would have given up by now, right? Some people are, yeah, I mean, some people would have, you know, there's some people who aren't, aren't as committed as you are. And they just say, Oh, no, if I have to do all that, then I'm, I'm out. 
right? But I want you to, and the reason why I'm pointing that out is I want you to see how powerful you are, my darling. Okay. Focus on that. Focus Mm -hmm. on why you're doing this. And the other thing is make a complete list. Like I want you to list 25 reasons or 25 things that you have to offer a child. Okay. Yeah. And I invite you, you send me an email. When you are done with that list, you send me an email. I will hold you accountable. Okay. (laughs) Because there is no reason for a woman who is doing what you are doing to lose faith in herself. Just because you have to do another treatment, that doesn't mean anything. That's not an indicator of what's possible for you. Anything is possible for you, my darling. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I'm so glad you were here this morning. Okay, my darlings, I have to go because I am teaching a group of amazing women in my Fearlessly Fertile Method program uh, yet another Saturday. We, we meet on Saturdays and I am teaching them all the good stuff. If you loved what you heard this morning, if you've read my book and, you know, am I the reason why I'm not getting pregnant and you want to learn more, check out my website, www.frommaybetobaby.com. And if you want to learn what my ladies have, you can reach out. We can talk a little bit about your journey and see if I can help. So, all right, my darlings, I'm taking off. Thank you for joining me this morning. Thank you to Circle and Bloom for helping make this possible. I am sending you all so much love. And don't forget the desire that you have in your heart to be a mom. It's there because it was meant for you. Go for it. All right, take care. And don't forget, you can be the woman who lives every single day like a fertility success. All right, my darlings, take care. Bye-bye.